0: Any plans for later? Frank no. One no more second. about a cup of coffee? Go for riding an ambulance with the top down?
1: Okay. All right. Just stay calm, everybody. Don't panic. Calm down. Nobody move. Help guard Mayday!
0: Chateau Hawkeye, 51. A very good year. She's married. Married? Married, as in I love you, but you never take me anywhere. Married It's a very common illness. How'd you like to be second best man? You'll have to shave, of course.
2: Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me today are Mets. Gentlemen. And Al. Ladies. Today we're going to be discussing Radar's Report. It's from Season 2, Episode 3. It's the 27th episode overall. It was directed by Jackie Cooper and written by Sheldon Keller and Lawrence Marks. The production code is K402, and the original air date is September 29th,
0: 1973. You're new
1: here? Yes, sir. Lieutenant Erica Johnson.
0: You're built very nicely for a lieutenant. I'm Hawkeye. Here's a little section here, okay? Oh, nice touch. Beautiful eyes. If you do windows, you're hired.
1: Henry, there's too much chatter in here. Too much chatter. Forget it, Frank. Just operate. Is that what he's doing?
0: I've seen better surgeons of religious sacrifices.
1: I've been operating for years, and I've never had any complaints from my patients. How many talking horses are there?
3: Now, this episode is told as a voiceover of Radar reading a report as he is typing it. Comically, it includes where he puts punctuations and how he spaces the report. In each scene of the episode, the viewer hears the actual scene as well as the report that Radar is making. An enemy prisoner who is being treated in the OR grabs a scalpel and attacks a nurse and a patient of Trapper's before being subdued by Hawkeye. When Trapper's patient subsequently dies, Trapper is furious at the enemy soldier and considers killing him by removing his IV. However... Hawkeye talks him down. Hawkeye, meanwhile, has fallen head over heels in love with a new nurse, Lieutenant Erica Johnson. Although he is temporarily deterred by seeing a wedding ring on her hand, he's happy to discover that the ring is merely a shield against unwanted advances. Ho ho ho! Hawkeye is prepared to propose to the nurse, but she is not interested in a long-term relationship and is shipped out to Tokyo. After Frank mistakes Klinger for Margaret, the two majors decide to get rid of Klinger. They convince Colonel Blake to have Klinger undergo a psychiatric evaluation. Dr. Milton Friedman, an Army psychiatrist, interviews Klinger and tells him that although he believes Klinger to be sane, he is willing to grant him his coveted Section 8 discharge if he'll sign a report confirming that he's a transvestite and a homosexual, a report which Friedman notes will follow him into civilian life. Insisting that he is neither, I'm just crazy. Klinger refuses to sign, and Friedman files a report saying that Klinger is sane.
1: I had that kid five, maybe ten minutes away from closing. How could you let him grab a knife? It was a new experience for me too.
0: My patients don't grab a knife until after they've seen the bill. He's going sour on me, you know.
1: Temperature 102. Vital signs all lousy. The works. I Have every kind of Doctor hackenbush
4: Okay, we have some good guest stars in this episode. Joan Van Ark plays Lieutenant Erika Johnson. Joan appears in two episodes of MASH, and guess what? Yes, she's also in Quincy. Other well, projects include appearing in Wonder Woman, Spider Woman, The Love Boat, Dallas, Nuts Landing, My Name is Earl, and Owl's dream present to himself, Nip Tuck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, of course, we have the wonderful Jamie Farr reprising his role as corporate Maxwell
3: Q. Klinger. And William Christopher reprises his role as Father Francis Mulcahy. Devi Shimatsu plays a Chinese prisoner. Only a few
4: credits for Derek. A gap of 17 years after MASH led to two episodes of Twin
2: Peaks. Wow, that was a nice long break there.
4: Yeah, sounds like a prison sentence to me, allegedly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then we have Alan Arbus. He plays Major Milton Friedman. It's the first episode to star Alan Arbus, as the wonderful Milton Freeman, Allen was born in 1918. Has starred in over 70 titles, including The Rockford Files, Spider-Man, Matlock, Hunter, and The MASH 4077 podcast favorite Quincy. And his last role was in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm.
3: Ooh, awesome.
2: <sighs> what are you doing, I was a... can a guy have a washing set
0: without somebody biting him on the neck? I was biting you! No you weren't, you were biting me!
4: Klinger, what are you doing in here?
0: Just borrowing a little of your shampoo, Major. It's wartime, we all gotta help each other! No we don't! You get out of here, you pervert! Pervert? Who bit who, Major?
1: Out! Out! (laughs) I've had enough of his shenanigans. I'm going to talk to Henry. I want that freak out of this outfit and out of the U.S. Army!
0: Oh, Frank, you're so exciting when you get all riled up and decisive. I am? Frank, would you like to bite the real
2: thing? (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Uh, I'll start us off. Uh, I I enjoyed this episode. It wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, To me, it felt like a Dear Dad type of episode. Except it was through Radar's eyes. You know, with the, and they've done this they do this in future episodes also where Radar is sending in reports. It's like a slice of life, what's happening at the camp. Um I was very I felt Hawkeye wasn't in character in this episode. Um I know he fell in love with a nurse, but to get married, he's so anti marriage. I just can't imagine him falling instantly head over heels in love with this woman. I did like the fact that he wouldn't go out with her when he thought she was married.
0: When do I want to kiss your thermometer?
2: Oh, come on.
0: I never wanted to kiss anybody else's thermometer. Believe me, I could have kissed thousands. I did my residency in a big general hospital. Every day I can
2: oh, Okay.
1: What's
0: wrong? Us. You. Me. Him. You name it. What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I, what am I doing?
2: Whatever it is, I approve.
0: You're married, madam. You're a married madam. Why don't I go
2: away? That showed a lot of respect. That gave me a lot of respect for Hawkeye. He's so not a trapper at all. He's totally opposite the trapper. Because Trapper yeah. is married and cheats on his wife and doesn't really think about it. But Hawkeye, I love the fact that he really fought with himself to to not, you know, do anything with her. Because he, he thought she was married. Um, but I, I thought it was really out of character when he just... Totally falls in love with her after like you know what eight hours of seeing her, and just spreading rumors and you know I thought he was joking at first, but he wasn't joking; he was serious mm-hmm. about getting married to her. Um, so that that to me was that was to me was kind of odd. Um, I did like that that Trapper's patient died. And, <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was a nice plot point, and uh, we got to see a really dark side of McIntyre. Which really surprised me. I mean he if if Hawkeye didn't walk in on him, he probably would have killed the Korean POW. So you're
1: doing okay, huh? Getting all that juice you need.
4: Trevor,
0: Tra- that's not what we're
2: about. Okay, uh, you know, we don't see this side of McIntyre that often, so it was nice, nice to see it. But um overall, um, it, was, it was a good episode. I didn't like uh, Sydney in this episode. Well, he's Sydney Freeman. he's built in Freeman in this episode, but he's his normal. His, the rest of the episode uses Sidney Freeman as his name, so right. yeah. but I didn't like him in this episode. I thought he was very harsh and very mean to Klinger and just I, it's just something irked me about about his the way he he dealt with Klinger. So he, I wasn't a big fan of him in this episode. But uh, overall, it was, a, it was a decent episode. How about
4: you guys? Uh, well, <clears throat> I actually quite like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that... Take, actually, take it into account what you just said, Kenny. Um, I, I It dawns on me slightly that this is all through Radar's point of view. It's his report. And of course, obviously, like anything in life, if you'll make a report of, so, of something, it's not necessarily going to be accurate. It's not necessarily going to be truthful. Um, so maybe his, his uh, viewing of Hawkeye is also how he he sees he should be to a certain degree because i, I do agree with you it, it is out of character for hawkeye to be like that towards a woman it's also very nice to see him like that and it's also as you said the way he has a respect for somebody who has who wears a wedding ring which is ironic considering in, uh we had uh, one of the other episodes which was the ceasefire episode where mm-hmm. he was claiming to be married to, to, to all these people um I, I also, as well, I think McIntyre's character is really fleshed out in this episode. Mm-hmm. I, I actually personally think uh, uh, Wayne has always shown Trapper to have slight dark uh, tendencies throughout it. Um, he's, he's a very moody character, uh, you know, especially when he's trying to get sleep. Um, it, it's a good foil for Hawkeye. Um, and the, the whole story of, of um, the, the, the prisoner of war killing the other player, well, not killing him but causing the death and showing McIntyre's rage was, was, was really well done um, I, I quite like um, Freeman in this but only because of the fact that it's the opening uh, episode to see him in there he has no other knowledge of the MASH residents so this is his first viewing of it all
1: mm-hmm. and
4: quite clearly he knows that Klinger is trying to pull a fast one
1: read this sign it you'll have your wish what does it say it says I've examined you and found you to be a transvestite and a homosexual. For all I know, you may also have post-nasal drip. I ain't any of those. You ain't Errol Flynn either.
0: What do you come off calling me that?
1: I think I got the idea from your cleavage. Now, this will be on your record permanently. From here on, you go through life on high heels. Sign it. The hell I will.
0: I'm just crazy. All I want is a Section 8. You know
1: what you can do with this. Hey, soldier! You forgot your purse. It's
4: it's it's probably not the ideal way of dealing with him. But bear in mind, this is nineteen fifty-two. Yes. Uh, and of course, you know, modern day modern day uh, things don't count for this. So it would be obviously a more of a stigma for Klinger to have, uh, especially where he comes from as well, which is obviously a very male-dominated place. Um, it's nice to see Alan Arbus. I think he's a fantastic actor and he's, he's all, I always place him and it was nice to see the reunion episode that they did on the DVD disc that Alan Arbus is included in it because I do believe him to be, uh, in the same ranks as probably William Christopher and Jamie Farr, especially later on in the episodes where, um, uh, Freeman's character is a little bit more uh, used and he becomes more friendly and more, you know, part of the camp. Mm-hmm. Um but otherwise you know it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a strong episode it's it's a slightly away from the the, the normal humor of MASH uh, but only because it's dominated by McIntyre's dark side.
3: Well that's why I liked it. Um pr- probably much the only reason I liked it was because of what they what they did with McIntyre uh bringing him over you know, to be a little more uh I don't know more serious a little more dramatic. Uh I I despised Hawkeye's character in this episode completely, uh, just completely unlike, I think probably unlike any Hawkeye we've seen ever, you know, before or since. And I just wasn't comfortable with that. Um, I, um, I thought he was, I don't know, just, uh, just not Hawkeye. You know, I kind of lost some respect for him uh, there. And another thing that kind of bugged me just a little bit, was in the O R when the uh, when the Chinese soldier uh, got up and you know everybody's kinda of backing away. The nurse starts to move forward just to calm him down and he's got this knife in his hand, this razor sharp scalpel, and why doesn't Hawkeye stop her from walking up there?
1: It be very easy, it's okay now. No one's gonna hurt you. No no just give no 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 one's gonna hurt you. Give me the knife, come on Give me the knife. Come
0: on. Give me a sponge. She's hurt. Okay, kid, just relax, Just Take it easy now. Just calm
3: down. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. you, you can say that about a lot of the people. Why didn't boy?
3: You know, well, yeah, but I mean Hawkeye was standing
2: st- around just watching, you know.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, and then of course she gets cut, and then then he uh, uh, Hawkeye uh, rushes up there, and it's, it was actually Klinger who was responsible for. Um, for capturing him,
0: what's all the hoo-ha? You crazy? You wrecked a thirty-nine-dollar dress. Your people will pay for this.
3: Because he got his bra's the, the cut there. That was that was pretty funny. How angry Klinger got because of that. Uh, and Kenny, I'm glad that you pointed out the uh, you know the whole thing with uh, Friedman uh, being introduced to us as Milton Friedman, but later on when he's brought back, he's, he's always Sidney Friedman. Uh, but they've done that, you know, they do that a lot on a lot of shows. So, you know, I, I don't think it's anything particularly
4: Mash especially, especially as well.
3: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, loved Larry Linville when he and uh, hot lips were in Henry's office, uh, complaining about Klinger, and, uh, Henry is having a conversation with, uh, with Larry Linville, with um, Frank, but <laughs> Hot Lips is the one answering. I just the, the look that on on good. his yeah. face. Yeah. he yeah. did that uh, that deadpan, you know, straight face thing so very well. Please,
1: everybody, everybody, sit if you like. Well, Burns, you wanted to see me?
4: Yes, and it's very important.
1: What's the problem, Frank?
4: We have a situation that's way out of hand and something has to be done.
1: I've sent for Corporal Klinger, sir. Klinger? What do I want Klinger for?
4: Because it directly concerns him and it's serious.
1: Better send for him right away, Radar. Uh, yes, sir. Go ahead, Frank.
4: Corporal Klinger has got to go. He's a menace to the discipline and morale of this military establishment.
1: Well, that's a very serious charge. Get Klinger over here right away. Yes, sir. Frank, please try to say something. Even a gurgling sound would help. Look, you keep this up and someone's going to do an autopsy on you. I've had it with that clown clinger. He's degraded all of us for the last time.
3: I've always been a fan of Larry Linville. I, I know a lot of people don't like him, but uh, I I just thought he was, he was really a, a perfect Frank. He really was.
4: Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I don't think anyone's got a problem with Lavello. I, I just think it's the the Frank character. But there again, saying that though, I mean, it, it just goes to show how how well he plays him because you're not you're not meant to like Frank really. It, it's a uh-huh. character that you're not you're not meant to well you know have any kind of feelings for, and certainly so don't identi- identify with. I mean, in fact, if right. you do identify with Frank, then really you you need to look at yourself in the mirror.
3: <laughs> okay, well I'll be right back then. <laughs> 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 okay, so I have a question. The nurse uh, Erica is cut on the hand. Now I, I know it's probably kind of a bad cut, but it's obviously not like a severe cut because it's a know, scalpel cut. Uh, yeah, but mean, I mean, It's bad. <laughs> well, but uh, how bad could it have? If it had been really, really,
2: yeah, they say they mentioned in the episode that she was just nicked, so it wasn't yeah. it wasn't bad.
3: So why was she bedridden? <laughs> why, why was why was Hawkeye taking her temperature and listening to her heart? I mean, obviously we know why, but. Uh, I just thought that was kind of funny.
2: Well, maybe the, maybe the scalpel wasn't sterile because, I mean, he did try to he, he went after the guy first, cut him. So maybe, you know, maybe just checking up on there to make sure everything was good.
3: Yeah, good point. That's a good point. Uh, I, I liked the scene uh, when Hawkeye and Trapper were scrubbing up. And, uh, you know, Trapper's, he's in good spirits. And then Margaret comes in. And here's one of the times that we actually see... Margaret in a different light because she's not, you know, she's not hateful to either one of them. She's actually very compassionate.
1: All right, come on, let's go, let's go. McIntyre, wait. What do you mean? When? A minute ago.
3: Uh, I, I I love those kind of scenes when we when we see you know enemies become comrades for a few moments. I, I always love those things.
2: Yeah, yeah, me too. Definitely, definitely.
3: But uh, you know, for me, not not a great episode. Uh, it was an okay episode, not one that I would watch many many times over. But uh, it wasn't too bad.
1: Radar, serious. Corporal, clear. This is Major Friedman, Divisional Psychiatrist. Major, sir! You got me up here to ask me about him? About that? Yeah, well, you see, it really wasn't my idea. All the way from Seoul to ask me what? Whether he needs a girdle under that? Whether his seams is straight? Okay, okay, it's all part of the war, I guess. I have a few questions to ask you. Sit down, soldier. Yes, sir. Now, what's your name, honey?
2: All right let's move on to our behind the scenes. We have a few really cool behind the scenes stuff. Uh, as we've mentioned previously, this was the first episode to feature Alan Arbus as the Army psychiatrist Dr. Friedman. In this episode, he is called Milton, as we mentioned. In later episodes, obviously he's renamed to Sydney. He is in a total of twelve episodes.
3: Well maybe Sydney is his middle name.
2: <laughs> there we go. Our Milton hmm. is his middle name. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah.
3: Well, Father Mulcahy tries to calm the patient by repeatedly calling out "Bung Jiao, bong Jiao,
1: Beng chow, oh please bong Jiao
3: which he believes means peace and friendship, but according to Radar's report means the news of your daughter's pregnancy brings great joy to our village. Wow, lots of words for two words. Hmm. But in fact, bong jiao is a Cantonese slang term for the male sexual organ. Nice, (laughs) nice. (laughs) Now, do you think that was the writer's way of uh, sneaking a a zinger in there?
2: I don't know. That's a a good question.
4: Well done to the writer, if (laughs) it (laughs) was. Uh
3: <laughs> Okay. Male Organs titler titular.
4: T-t-tular. Uh asked, titular weekly activity report and personal record feature in this episode was for the first period seventeenth of October to the twenty second of October inclusive nineteen fifty one.
2: Hake says I have total faith in you, Doctor Heckenbush. Dr. Heckenbush was played by Groucho Marx in one of his movies. He wasn't a real doctor.
4: Oh, so that's another Marx Brothers reference in Madison. They do a
2: lot of those, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, so I think that's going to do it for our behind the scenes.
4: Here, I made you a
0: nice cup of tea. I don't feel like it. You make it very hard for a guy to be a gray lady. Chateau Hawkeye 51. A very good year. A cheeky little wine, they call it the rascal of the vineyards. Red or white? Hash for dinner, I think
1: red. I'm bringing this to Erica's. Just like you to poison an innocent girl. How's she doing? Oh, she's
0: fine. The prisoner just winged her. Superficial, but it should be good for a week in Tokyo accompanied by her personal, personal physician. physician
1: it figures cutting up a nurse is bad enough
0: but why the hell did he have to louse up my patient Ah, oh, come on ease off the guy was terrified out of his
1: skull i'll tell that to the kid in bed six if i ever get him conscious again
2: now let's move on to trivia yay yay, yay. that's right um let's go ahead and al you want the first one sure all right, Al, you're going to get the first question. This is all about MASH terminology. Uh-oh. What does bug out mean?
3: Bug out means to hightail it out of town. <laughs> it means to pack up and leave quickly.
2: Yes, that is. there's a possible life-threatening situation happening. Very cool. All right, Meds, let's get one for you. What is triage?
4: Uh, triage is uh, pre-op.
2: Let's see, the official word that they have is the sorting and the allocation of treatment for the wounded, according to a system of priorities designed to maximize the number of survivors. And you are correct. Yeah. That is I think that's, what, that's what my <laughs> wife
4: does. I, oh, I does hope really? you get it right. Nice. <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: Accident emergency nurse.
2: So. Um, oh, I'm going to give myself an easy one. What is latrine? And that is the bathroom. The Danny. <laughs> and he, and here's one for our listeners. What is hemostat? So, once again, the question is this is MASH terminology. What is the definition of a hemostat? And you can email your answers to MASH4077podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Hey, Erica, come
0: on in. Hey. <laughs>
2: So this is the swamp.
0: Famous in song and story. Haven't changed a thing since Valentino died. Uh,
2: you shaved this morning, didn't you?
0: That's right, and I'm going to shave again later on. A little drinky for the mem sahib? Mm, why not? Yeah, from now on, I shave constantly. Beards are for bachelors.
2: Uh,
1: that's what I want to talk to you about. It's all over camp that we're getting married. Now, don't you think we ought to talk about it before you start knitting little things?
0: Be gentle with me. I've never, uh... I've never caught the bouquet before.
1: Quite honestly, Hawkeye,
0: I have certain very definite doubts about marriage. Now you tell me after I shave? (laughs) Quite honestly, it's just not in my plans. I thought we had something going here.
1: We do, something very strong. So why superimpose marriage on it?
0: Well, it's been known to work. Mom was married. Dad was married. My parents were married, too. Everybody I know is married. is the world's second largest industry after bubblegum.
1: It's just not my favorite institution.
0: <laughs> just what I needed there, song. Be honest, Hawk. Don't you think you're wanting to get married is kind of a war thing? No, I'd love you in War and Peace or Moby Dick, any of the classics. Wow, the boot is finally on the other foot. You know how many times I've told women of the female persuasion there may not be any tomorrow?
2: There may not be.
1: I've got orders for Tokyo. I'll be leaving in the morning.
0: No kidding. No kidding. Well, if we can't have the marriage, how about a very short, intense engagement?
2: All right, you can find the MASH 4077 podcast all over the interwebs, especially on Facebook. Yes,
4: we're on Facebook, and you can find us at www.facebook.com forward slash MASH. 4077 podcast please do come along and join
3: and like us yes i like you i like you guys (laughs) (laughs) and you can follow our tweets on twitter at mash 4077 podcast
2: we also have our main website which is at mash 4077 podcast.com you can listen to the podcast there you can read show notes and all the other little goodies that we like to put up there
4: And we have a blog in which we occasionally write and post photos and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com.
3: And if you find yourself knowing the answer to these awesome, super awesome trivia questions, you can send that and anything else you want to talk to us about to our email address at mash4077podcast at gmail.com.
2: And we also have a MASH online store. You can go to www.zazzle.com slash MASH4077podcast and you can get hats and t-shirts and ties and underwear and a whole bunch of stuff with our faces on it.
4: And if you are a person who uses iTunes to get our show, please do head over there and leave us a nice little review and preferably five or even four stars. We would be most appreciative.
2: All right, so I think that's going to do it. So, uh, what? Two thumbs up and one thumb sideways for this episode. <laughs> yeah, mm,
3: I think so. so, so.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Kenny.
3: I'm Simon, and I'm Al.
2: And we'll be seeing you.
1: Just exactly what am I signing? Uh, this week's activity and personnel report. Didn't I sign it? That was last week. Oh, is it now already? Yes, sir. Here, sir. Can I read it? Ah, uh, yes, sir. You never let me read anything I'm signing. Sometimes I I get the feeling you're trying to hide the war from me, Radar. No, sir, Uh, Uh, no. I'll just be the judge of what's here. Chinese Communist prisoner berserk in O.R. wounds Lieutenant Erica Johnson. Contaminated one surgical case. Right, sir. Psychoexamination. Corporal Klinger. Hey, by the way, did you see that little number Klinger was wearing in the mess tent this morning? The, uh, The tight little green satin job? He must have missed it. Boy, it was a head snapper. Okay, Lieutenant Johnson reassigned Tokyo. Dr. McIntyre lost patient due to complications OR incident. Sir. Wounded Chinese prisoner recovery. <laughs> well, every week can't be exciting. No, sir. Okay. Maybe a golf ball in your office. I'll try to find it. Thank you.
3: 11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race.
1: I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our show, The Amazing Race Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race give you a rundown on each team and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week and ultimately win the one million dollar prize
3: we'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season check out the fast forward podcast in itunes
1: or at fastforwardtar.com.
3: and we'll see you
1: at the fast forward
2: Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alien Nation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, Works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved. Today we're going to be discussing episode from season two. No. Today we're going to be discussing from...
3: And the plot to this episode uh, is told as a voiceover of radar reading a report he is as he's typing it Now uh, let me do that again after the f- i was doing so well
2: first it's the first episode to start out, out la, 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 la. all right so let's go ahead and move on to our behind this no that's not right
1: <laughs>